Sushi Jackknife. 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 Sushi you can just go ahead and stop climaxing in my ear. I can't. I can't help it. Please. That's how much I like podcasting. That's a, no. Yeah. No. Well, you mm-hmm. don't show oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> you show it in an odd way. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a. It's going to be a weird episode. You think so? Oh no! I know. I know so. What makes you say that? I um. So this week. Yeah. Uh, has been a long week. By the way, <laughs> welcome to Sushi Jack. Night. Welcome to Sushi Jack. Night. So, rundown of this week. Yeah. Um, last episode, as you might recall, my HVAC had gone out. Oh, yeah, it was cold. We are replacing it. Uh-huh. They get in to replace it and find out they have to rewire something. Okay. So, we're still waiting for them to rewire it. Oh. Yeah. So, that that's happening. Uh, my car handle finally got fixed, but just in time for my child to have pink eye. Oh, buddy. And then yesterday, I was running, trying to be a physically fit person, and I pulled something, and now my foot hurts. Oh. So, suffice it to say, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I'm not in a great mood, too. I'm in a foul mood. <laughs> I have no time for shenanigans today. All right, well, we'll be very low on shenanigans no shenanigans no tomfoolery no chicanery none of that uh, <laughs> it's going to be a very serious podcast down to business you know what's wrong with kids these days a lot a yeah. lot nathan this this generation with their edm musics and their tight jeans when i was a boy we had to eat gunpowder on mondays <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah it could be an interesting episode oh well it could be ranty uh, you know i'm up for whatever on the bright side yeah that was the quickest i've ever introed that's true this show that's true the quickest we almost got right to it you just about snapped my neck mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it was so mm-hmm. fast buckle up <laughs> buckle up buckaroos uh, here we go is that our fan base the buckaroos no sushi jackknife buckaroos no way they get little badges mm-hmm. and run around <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll get badges for the two people who are listening. <laughs> spurs. Can mm-hmm. we get them spurs? Yeah. A little vest. Chaps. Assless. I mean, they can wear pants under them. I'm not providing pants. No, it's no, up of to course them. not. Yeah. They... <laughs> if they choose to not wear pants, so be it. We assume they have pants. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're listening to us, they may not. <laughs> the choice is up to you. Yo ho. Yo ho, yo ho, yo ho, yo ho. I assume that if they're listening to our podcast, they have no job and they have burnt through every other podcast on the <laughs> internet. And they're like, well, bottom of the barrel. There's these guys. What is this? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. You want to start with the rundown? Are we starting with that? Yeah, we can start with that. Well, I was going to, I was going to end with that. Oh, okay. We can end yeah. with that. Yeah. That's fine. Well, how's your week? Oh shit! Um, I talked about my foot. Yeah, how's your foot? You got a foot? Got, got a couple two. of them. Got two. Nice. Yeah. That's, well, that's a good start. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm happy about my two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll look at them and you know, actually, I think my my feet are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until maybe five years ago, that my wife chortled and snuffled and. Uh, just reveled in the fact that I thought my feet were beautiful. She's like, your the, feet are so weird. She doesn't. She doesn't care for your she feet. Well, it's not that she. She just doesn't think my feet are any better than anyone else's feet. <laughs> and I contend that my feet are. I contend that my feet are are more attractive what, than the average. What foot. makes your foot better than another foot? It's kind of like long and and sort of graceful. Has graceful lines. Mm. It's like a, It's like an Audi. It's an Audi. Yeah. Audi foot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't argue with you, and I'm not going to look at your foot because feet are disgusting. So <laughs> I'll I'll let you have this. One. I'm going to put you in the my feet are nice box. That's exactly There's two only of us in there now. Two categories. Yeah. <laughs> and me, 
because I abstained and and you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> so my feet are good. Yeah. The rest of me, you know, the rest of me is a little tired. Yeah. I've been working nights, which I don't normally do. Yeah. And uh, I have one thing to report. Uh, trying to sleep in the daytime is bullshit. Yeah. Well. Oh. That's why people don't do it. Oh, it's bullshit, man. You know, there's a reason people sleep at night, and it's because, I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> the people who don't sleep at night get into all sorts of trouble. They do. They end up at a Waffle House near you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Waffle House. Where all troubles are brew. <laughs> all troubles brew. That, that has to be the second worst job in the world, being okay, a well, server at Waffle House in know. the middle of the night. They have a weird camaraderie there. I think it's got to be the second worst job. What's the worst job? Uh, being Sean Spicer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being being responsible for every day going out <laughs> and presenting the president's <laughs> message as if it's a legitimate <laughs> series of words that people should say. <laughs> it might be worse to be uh, a member of the press in the press room for the next four years having to deal with sean spicer that's true that might be worse i feel like though there's gotta have been at least one time already where sean spicer was up there and the thought crossed in his mind i could i could just leave all of it and go work at a waffle house (laughs) (laughs) it'd be a little better (laughs) be you know not a lot better but you know, at least those people have their wits about them. I'm not qualified for a lot, so it's either White House press secretary or you know maybe a line cook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, now I'm pretty sure that Sean Spicer is one of those like '70s robots that you put a punch card in, <laughs> and uh, he just does what you I, puts on the punch card. So at work, I've been not every day, but occasionally while I work, yeah, uh, pulling up on my phone the press conferences with Sean Spicer. And it's really funny because you can watch when the Trump switch hits. Yeah. Like he'll be like normal level headed Sean Spicer, blah, 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 right, right. blah. Yeah. But like the inauguration didn't have that many people. (laughs) (laughs) He becomes a rage machine. (laughs) So many people. That man, you know, there are so many people in the Trump camp uh, that are good at at double speak. Oh yeah, uh, he's 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 maybe third. Yeah, well, uh, Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Conway's the master. It, yeah, it, she. I I've watched multiple interviews. She can go through an entire interview with only one question being asked and no <laughs> answers given. It's phenomenal. It, she's very good at. I need her what to represent does. me. I mean, I, she's a terrible human being. I don't want to talk to her. Yeah. But if she could just speak on my behalf occasionally, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and off to the side, Steve Bannon is just like... Wringing his hands together. <laughs> In my head, every time I imagine Steve Bannon, yeah. he's just wringing his hands. Yeah. Yeah. He His hands must be raw at this point. Yeah. From just all of the hand rubbing and wringing he's done in the blood of the innocent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well that's his moisturizer it's in his lotion <laughs> you put a little bit of that under the eyes keeps you young he must have skipped yeah it. he's the gerbils of this scenario <laughs> oh for definitely sure for sure um oh. jesus good times it's it to me it's felt like three weeks in one week mm-hmm. because of this administration it hasn't helped no <laughs> No, it hasn't helped. I feel like you and I haven't talked in a month yeah. with everything that happened, which I think is probably part of the strategy, right? Yeah. Is to just hit us with so much constantly. It, it's a it's a strategy of distraction. Yes. It's, um, it, it, if you throw 30 things at you all at one time, yeah. you can only get upset about one at a time. That's right. That's and by right. that point, 30 more have come at have you. come at you, yeah. So, he, uh... You know, he he starts spouting off at the mouth about the right to life march uh-huh. being bigger than the women's march, and people are like, "Wait a second. And then b- before they can even put a sentence together, he's like, "Oh yeah, and Muslims aren't allowed. And yeah. this, and there's going to be a Supreme Court justice, and Australia sucks, and right. 
<laughs> but don't worry about it. Yeah, that we're, one's really fun, by the way. We're gonna have a lot of tough phone calls, Nathan. <laughs> the the Australia one is fantastic to me. Have you heard about this whole a, thing? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So this was today. This is today. Yeah. Um, he he. When had you say a phone call, when you see when you say he, you mean the Frankenberry Fuhrer? Yes, yes, yeah. that would be him. He uh, had a phone call with the Australian Prime Minister. And the prime minister and him started discussing a deal Barack Obama made with him to accept refugees. Yes. Because Australia has more refugees than they can handle. Right. Now. Who who they put directly on an island, by the way. Right. Well, I mean, Australia is an island, right? (laughs) But, but like, not the main island. Like, I'm pretty sure they put him on, like, a reef somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, in a holding position. So, this was yesterday at 9.55 p.m. Okay. Is this a tweet? <laughs> yes. Okay. From, the, from from our leader. Yeah. He's tweeting about this, mind you. Yeah. I still find this mind-boggling. Oh, yeah. Do you believe it? The Obama administration agreed to take thousands of illegal immigrants from Australia. Why? I will study this dumb deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, refugees are illegal immigrants, point number one. Point number one. Apparently. Apparently, he was so offensive to the Australian Prime Minister, John McCain called the Australian Prime Minister today (laughs) saying, hey, listen, (laughs) I know what he said. We don't think that. It's fine. We're okay with you. Yeah. Ignore him. (laughs) I never in my life I thought I would be feeling John McCain the way I've been feeling him <laughs> in the last couple months. If any Republican could be president right now, yeah, oh, John McCain, I'd take John McCain so quick. I'd take Mitt Romney right now. Oh yeah. Oh my God, are you kidding? Man, we could go for some Mitt. Hell, they could be one could be vice and the other one president. I don't care. <laughs> they could co-president. They could co-pres. I'm good. <laughs> I'll take an old war hawk and like a seriously rich but sane person. Yeah. At know? least mildly sane. Yeah. 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 I mean, sure, he's got 900 kids, but. Well, you know. You know. <laughs> yeah. The big thing, the big, the big thing to pick out of this week to me is the Muslim ban. I mean, that's the thing. Well, yes. That is the most significant thing, obviously. It's not a ban. It's not a Muslim ban. Yeah, yeah, we're just enforcing our borders. It's it's yeah. uh, everyone has done this, you know, where they yeah. didn't allow people right. with legal authorization to come into the country. Right. They didn't allow them into the country. Yeah. Everyone's done that. Sure, sure, sure. So, Everybody. Green cards? Nah. 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 Who cares? By the way, what is it, a two-year waiting period already? Yeah. For anyone trying to come in? Yeah. So Two-year waiting period? It's uh, <laughs> It threw things into complete disarray. One of my favorite things I heard reported on it this week um, was with a guy who works at the State Department, who is kind of awesome because this guy had, and I guess the State Department, you know, they 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 are they're all the ambassadors and yeah. all the foreign policy people, right? Um, this guy, John Brady Keesling, was on the radio this week. By the way, yeah, is there a more old timey author name right? than that? It's pretty great. How is he not writing all sorts of 1900s literature? Maybe he is. Which has got a way for it. He's he's going to throw throw back to 1900s style literature. Vanity Fair 2. Love it's it. Coming. Love it's it. Coming. Um he said he first of all he called all of them idiots on the radio, mm-hmm. just outright, which was great. And the guy in NPR had to be like, that's a pretty strong language. And yeah. he's like, yeah. <laughs> Which was awesome. Um, So there was a uh, something called a dissent cable that was signed by uh, over 900 employees at the State Department. A lot of people. A lot of people dissenting uh, the Muslim ban. Also, John McCain didn't care for it. Right. While we're on the McCain train. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Even well, 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 let me get there. But yeah, McCain train is so much better than Trump train. Yeah, you're right. McCain train. (laughs) I love it. If he hadn't had Sarah Palin, you know. No. Not that I wanted him to win at the time, but, in, you know, well, here we are. Still, I would still take Obama over McCain. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> of course. But if of course. McCain was running against Trump, Trump, then I would vote for, I mean, 
an empty garbage can right. over <laughs> Trump. It doesn't matter who it is. So we get two Republicans running now. That's what we get. Mm-hmm. We don't even get a Democratic candidate. Yeah. Um, so that that dissent cable, by the way, which is basically just a way of them protesting. Um, you know, it's something they've done historically forever uh, to dissent against a decision that they don't agree with as professionals in this field. The most people that had signed one before this one, like 50. And they had 900 people sign that. I thought that was great. No, but it went flawlessly. Sean Spicer said so. Yeah, according yeah. And I'm sure that was all his opinion. Apparently it did. Um, Also, talking about the Muslim ban, um, even, okay, so in Tennessee where we are, right, we have uh, two... Uh, Republican senators. Yeah. And and our local congressman is a Democrat here in Nashville. Right. Uh, Jim Cooper. Jim Cooper, who's who I like. Yeah. He's he's kind of a moderate. He's a blue dog. He's a blue dog. Yeah. He's a blue dog. Love the terminology. Yeah. Blue dog. (laughs) But uh, so Jim was opposed and also opposed was Lamar Alexander who is not my favorite guy. He's been very outspoken yeah. about it. Yes, he has. And I was really pleased. I tried to call his office today and say thank you mm-hmm. for that. I couldn't get through. And I couldn't get through to Corker either. I did get through to Jim Cooper's office, though, yeah. and said thank you. And they wrote it down and set it aflame. And, uh, <laughs> Jim Cooper got it and went, yeah, okay. Crumpled it. Because yeah. <laughs> Jim Cooper has no time for that. I don't think so. I've seen him. I don't think so. He's a very busy person. I'm sure he, he looks is. very serious. <laughs> But pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. But professorly. Yeah. Yeah. But like the professor that you're like a little worried about turning your paper in. Yeah. Right. Because he's he's going to he's going to rip it apart. But you want his approval. You want him to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Awesomely. And I think this shows how much more uh, you and I have engaged recently. I remember us joking a while back about. Uh, Lamar Alexander and Bob Corker, and I thought Lamar Alexander was a black guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's not. <laughs> not anymore, anyway. No. Um, he changed for Black History Month. <laughs> so yeah, I, Lamar Alexander, who has been you know very pro Betsy DeVos, very pro a lot of other shit I don't like, um, stood up. Bob Corker gave like a non-committal kind of wishy-washy kind of yeah. kind of answer about the Muslim ban. So, but still, even it's just nice to see Republicans doing something that I agree with. You know, coming it, out. It against, happens com- occasionally. It, 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 it happened this week. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, of course, this week, uh, in addition to that, was the raid on Yemen. Raid in Yemen. Yeah. Uh, that Trump authorized first first military action, and that went well. <laughs> yeah flawlessly De- yeah you might definitely say. didn't get anybody killed or um there, there's definitely Injured. been no comparisons to benghazi so that's good that's a good start <laughs> we're doing well so far and he's also antagonizing the shit out of iran mm-hmm. um which again never thought i'd hear myself say this but the i think it was the ambassador the uh, iranian ambassador to america was on the radio today too and he was like yeah we're not really taking him seriously and i was like you go iran yeah i'm proud to be not an iranian but i'm happy to hear you say that right now well they'll see we'll see how seriously they take him when he nukes them fuck dude i mean would you be surprised no but it would be horrible yeah no it would be awful yeah no i wouldn't be surprised at this at this point there's not much that that would surprise me. Well, so far he's picked a fight with Mexico. Mexico. Uh, by, you know, by proxy also Canada, because Canada was yep. on Mexico's side. That's right, that's right. Um, but Justin Trudeau, yeah. Canadian PM, is not not into Trump. Right. Iran. But, yeah. Palestine. All, yeah. all of the Palestinians don't like him. Yeah. Um, and Australia. Australia. How do you pick a a fight with Australia? I don't know. You know? The only, I mean, it's not hard to pick a fight with an Australian, but typically it's over something uh, small, and then you have a little little fist fight, and you're done. Yeah. 
Maybe, you're like, put another shrimp on there. And they're like, we call it a prawn. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe he challenged, <laughs> like the Australian prime minister challenged Trump to a fist fight and he hung up real quick and ran away from the phone. <laughs> that's, the, the only people we haven't made bad so far right. are uh, the Russians. Yeah. Who are our new best friends. Yeah. We uh we eased sanctions on them this week. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> you know, it's like the writing is on the wall and everyone suddenly became illiterate. I well, I mean <laughs> you we know? do follow our president's example. He's illiterate. <laughs> I am I'm still sticking to this. Speaking of Russia, can I hip you to something here? You 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 might have heard this. Can it hit me? Yeah. This is from I have diverse sources, I want you to know. Right now, I have diverse sources Okay, what's here. this source? This is the Hindustan Times. I don't know how the hell I came across this, but I did. I think it, I some, somehow on MSN or something. I don't know how I feel about this. Hindustan Times? Yeah, because that well, doesn't sound real. I mean, it's real. Is that fake news? Uh, no, you, look it up, though. Um, I'm, I'm looking this up here. Look it up. Um, <clears throat> rumors swirl around death of an ex-KGB spy linked to Trump dossier. A former Russian spy is suspected of helping create a dossier of salacious claims linking the country to U.S. President Donald Trump um, may have been murdered by the Kremlin, media reports said. I'm going to butcher this guy's name. Oleg Erovinkin, Erovinkin, a former general in the KGB and later its successor, the FSB, is rumored to have helped former British intelligence officer, our buddy, James Bond, Christopher Steele, create the explosive and unsubstantiated report that alleged Moscow holds deeply compromising information on Trump. Just about done here. Uh, The Telegraph... Okay, so The Telegraph reported... That's a British newspaper. uh, Reported uh, Rovinkin was found dead in the backseat of his car in mysterious circumstances on December 26th. So this actually happened a while ago. No one ever is found in the backseat of their car under just like normal circumstances <laughs> it's always a mysterious yeah, circumstance that's true that's true no one ever looks in the backseat of a car and goes oh heart attack yeah heart failure well okay let's move on um russia's state-run ria novosky novosti news agency reported his body was found in a black lexus with a large and a large-scale investigation has been commenced real quick uh what what was that source again that was that was Russian television. Uh, no, the N- Novosti. I'm sorry, what? Novosti. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've heard of it. Um, Novosti. Novosti. Okay. Um, authorities said he had problems with his heart. <laughs> so he so he stopped his car. Stopped his car. Went and sat in the back seat because he went. I feel just a little bit something going. Oh, uh, he decided wow. to have a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. Um. But there has been speculation the death was linked to Steele's dossier. Okay. Some Russian media outlets suggested the death was a result of foul play. So, yeah, it, I mean, what I read when I read something like this is they definitely killed him. The KGB definitely killed him for helping Christopher Steele. That's what I read when I read that. Maybe. I mean, it's possible, right? Yeah. It's possible. Uh, the Hindustan Times, by the way, yeah. is the, uh, I believe, the largest newspaper in India. Uh, it's a it's a broadsheet, so fake news. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, so it's Indian fake news. It's, oh, got it. Yeah, that's the. It's difference. the liberal media mm-hmm. that made it all the way to India. They're they're against Trump because you know the media is the opposition. It's party. a hoppier, like bitterer version of the New York Times. <laughs> um, also, in LinkedIn with the Muslim ban, did you hear that Iraq? The Iraq parliament approved a reciprocity measure. No. So that they're like, fuck you, Americans. Oh, I you forgot can't. to list them. Yeah, go We've for also it. offended Iraq. We've also offended Iraq. We need, we need to use your globe you have here. My old globe? Yeah, to just mark the areas of the world. Let's get a marker. That, yeah. <laughs> that have been offended <laughs> at this point. And we're two weeks in. Two weeks. Two weeks in. Um, I hope... I hope you have several markers because we're going to... Oh, I do. We're going to need them all. So I'm getting them right now. Um, all right. You, you, don't, you don't care. 
No, 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 no. Go for it. Okay. Um, so, so it's 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 almost it's almost poetic that this is my globe that has uh, it's an old globe, and so it has USSR instead of Russia uh, on there. Let's see. Keep circling. Mexico. I'm underlining countries. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I I'm going to hold off on Canada. They're because perturbed. It's by proxy. It's right. not really, um, really upset. Let's get okay. Uh, Iraq here. Yep. Iran. Yep. Where's Yemen? Oh. Yemen's on like that edge, kind of. It might not have been called Yemen then. I don't. I don't know that it was. It's. Didn't we piss off the Saudis here. too? Let's just. Yeah, the whole Middle East. There we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Don't forget to circle Australia. Aust- Australia was the first, okay, first marked territory. <laughs> so uh, there we go. There we go. Oh, and um, Congo. Uh, what did we do to Congo? They were also banned. Oh, come again. We ban we banned Congo too. Congo. Yeah. We ba- well, yeah. Um, of all places, Congo was it the Congo or Uganda? Let's see. There, yeah, it was. Um, it was well, Syria. There was a lot, and one and, and 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 at least one in there was an African country. Yeah, it's it's in that area. Just circle that part of Africa. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. <laughs> so, um, this, we're gonna we're going to go through this entire jar of of markers. markers. Yeah, uh, I'm saving one to mark territories that have been attacked. Yeah. For, That's a good idea. For no particular reason. We're probably going to go back into Iraq and get that oil. Oh, my God. You know, like we should have done when we were there. Just take... Just take the oil. You know, the very simple procedure of taking the oil. Yeah. You just go up to the oil pump, start filling up buckets, and ship them back. You know how the... I'm going to give you a... You know, the Decepticons were always trying to steal the energy cubes. Sure. You know, it's convenient that oil is packaged in energy cubes. That is very convenient. Because you can just send in a helicopter. Very convenient. With like six SEAL guys and load up all the energy cubes, Mm -hmm. the oil cubes, Mm -hmm. and and bring it back over here. Just go to their piles of cubes. That's it, man. (laughs) Oh. Trump cabinet, transform. (laughs) (laughs) If... If uh, the Trump cabinet turned into anything, yeah, who who's at the head? I mean, does, it, does Trump really get to be up at the head? No, he's like the balls. It, it's it's yeah. Bannon at it's the head. It's Bannon. Right? Bannon's at the head. Right. Um, you got Spicer on one arm, mm-hmm. Killian Conway on the other. You got um, you got... <laughs> the noisiest arms ever, <laughs> and they just yell at each other. Yeah. So yeah, this. So it's a Voltron of mm-hmm. the Trump cabinet. Yeah, yeah. And, and T. Bennett goes, and I'll form the head. Mm-hmm. I just, if if there was going to be a figurehead yeah. to a president, yeah. that was going to be, at least, I, I'm going to be conservative here, a mildly despicable human being. Mm-hmm. Steve Bannon looks exactly like the cartoon character you would draw oh, to yeah. fit that role. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And apparently his behavior is interesting, too. Like, he he doesn't dress as formally as everyone else. Right. And he swears a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He's, a, he's an outlier, well, man. He's alt-right. He's all, And he never talks to the media. He never, he never he's not does right. interviews. He's you know? alt-right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I like that we can now just describe anything that's terrible yeah with alt in front of it that's true actually except for you know the alt uh, yeah twitter accounts for nasa the like um mcdonald's is alt food yeah it's not food it's alt food <laughs> as someone who is a big fan of alternative rock mm-hmm. i take offense to this <laughs> i do I it's do. not rock it's alt rock. No, it's not. It's alt rock. It's not that kind of alt. <laughs> it's the good kind of alt. Could could Coldplay be labeled as alt alt oh. rock? Yeah. It's alt alt rock. Yeah. They could be. Yeah. Um, did you also see that a a a a woman yeah. posing as a Trump wife? Oh no. 
I I was really hoping that'd that be hard. This story was going to be that Trump is actually a woman. Oh, that would be just in a Jesus a fat suit. The amount of self hatred that would have to be involved <laughs> there is is unfathomable. Just hours of prosthetics every <laughs> oh, day. Oh God! <laughs> no, a woman was able to infiltrate mm-hmm. a meeting of GOP bros in philadelphia while they were discussing policy including mike pence was there trump wasn't there oh. but mike pence was there and she was able to record their conversation that okay see i've heard this conversation i didn't know who recorded it yeah yeah she, it, it's a she, lady it's a lady she posed as um the wife of someone who was there mm-hmm. went through all the metal detectors the scanners the security and everything and was just wandering around recording people Pretty great for hours, for hours. Um, well, I'm sure nothing, nothing heinous was said, right? Yeah, the Washington Post said for hours the intruder strolled around mm-hmm. what should have been one of the most tightly secured buildings in the country. She strolled. See, it's good to know that um, Trump has security so tight everywhere. <laughs> uh huh. It's very reassuring. It's comforting. Yeah, it's comforting. <laughs> I'm comforted by it. What? Okay, so so what all did she record? Um, different. They were discussing policy. Um, you said you heard some of it. Yeah. Did you hear some of it? Yeah, I was hoping you you had it right there in front I of you. I might have a little bit of it. Let's see. Um, do 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 do. Uh, the recordings were anonymously emailed that night to reporters for the Washington Post and other news outlets that published stories exposing qualms inside the GOP over the party's plans to roll back uh, the health care overhaul and a looming debate between defense hawks and advocates of fiscal um, mm, rectitude. There you go. Pence, meanwhile, made news by committing to pursue an investigation into unfound accusations of widespread voter fraud. So she recorded. Oh, yes, yeah. that's still happening. So she recorded conversations of uh, GOP peeps disagreeing on stuff. The, the voter fraud. So um, to to talk about this voter fraud here, let's talk about the voter um, fraud. Donald, Donald Trump's friend Howard Stern. What really? Uh, yeah, no. Um, Howard Stern has had Donald Trump on his show. Dozens of times. Really? I didn't yeah, know that. They, they get along. Okay. Um, so he has a theory about the voter fraud thing. Howard Stern has a yeah. theory? Okay. As his friend. Um, let's see here. He, he, he's hoping he can find some voter fraud and hand it over to Hillary. Because, quote... He's pissed he won. <laughs> he, Howard Stern says the only reason Donald Trump ran yeah. was to try to milk extra money out of NBC oh, as, the, shit. as the executive producer and star of Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, wow. That's quite a theory, man. I, he knows him. Yeah. He knows him. I, I don't know that that's true, but it's Howard Stern. I like it. I like that's, Howard Stern. That's that he, is shocking. He he shocking. was saying, <laughs> um, he he told him he'd never. He hoped he didn't run. Yeah, because quote, I actually think this is something that's going to be detrimental to his mental health too, because <laughs> he wants to be liked and he wants to be loved. Okay, I don't think it's going to be a healthy experience. And by the way. He's now on this anti-Hollywood kick. He loves Hollywood. Right. First of all, he loves the press. He lives for it. He loves people in Hollywood. Right. He only wants to hobnob with them. All of this (laughs) hatred and stuff directed towards him, it's not good for him. There's a reason every president who leaves the office has gray hair. (laughs) (laughs) Howard's really concerned about Mr. Trump. Howard Stern is the first person to speak out against Trump in like a... He really kind of needs some help. Sort of way. Kind of way, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's the only concerned (laughs) party in all of this. (laughs) That's true. A lot of us are like, maybe he'll die. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) Howard Stern's concerned. Uh, Melania has just gone missing. Yeah. Because she doesn't 
want to be involved. Um, <laughs> my one of my good friends um, is holding tight to the belief that Melania is 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 actually living in a hellscape uh-huh. day in and day out of her of her regular life, and she's going to shank him one day soon. It wouldn't be the most surprising, surprising thing, thing that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's had a good life. Yeah, yeah. She can spend the remainder of her years in a, in a nice mm-hmm. white collar jail. Yeah. She, I mean, she's holed up in New York, away from uh, from the Donald, while he sits in his living quarters instead of going to <laughs> to watch raids that he ordered. You right. Know? Yeah, that sort of thing. That sort of thing. Yeah. That's what's going on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I want to shout out um, uh, someone who lost their job this week. Oh, I want to shout out. This uh, got sad. Well, your pal and mine, Sally Yates, who was the acting attorney oh. general. She she stood up. She did. She stood up. She got and fired. to be fair. She also was about to lose her job either way. That's true. It was going to like time out so, when the new attorney general. I don't got... feel as bad about the job no, no, no. losing. Yeah. Yeah. When you have to lose a job to, to Jeff Sessions, oh God. Um, it, it's really, um, if you're a politician. Yeah. The way she went out, you know how everyone has the fantasy about quitting their job. Right. But they quit their job by like standing up on the desk and flipping everyone off yes and then you know walking out and punching someone on the way out the door <laughs> sally yates did the political equivalent she to that. sure <laughs> did she sure did and i just had to i, I mean she's a badass man yeah she's a badass Ex- explain way, it to people who haven't read way to news. go sally yates well when 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 he signed the ban, I mean, she pretty much, correct me if I'm wrong here, she pretty much just came around and said, this is, you can't do this. Uh, what what she did was she sent a memo to right. all of her uh, people underneath her. Yes. Um, not literally, of course. Figuratively they underneath her. They weren't actually underneath. She was not standing on the tower of, of people. Right. <laughs> to clarify. I think we understand. Um, and said, don't enforce this law. Right. It's nonsense. And Trump, of course, like a rational diplomatic leader, right. said she was she had betrayed the government and fired her. <laughs> because allegiance via is, tweet, right? Said this. Oh, yeah. because allegiance is exactly what you want from an mm-hmm. attorney general. Mm-hmm. You, the attorney general's job is to do whatever you want. The people. Oh no! Yeah, I, uh, no? I thought it was to do whatever the president wanted. Oh no. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, are they supposed to like interpret law and then Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's yeah. They're supposed to know stuff. So but they they're the only ones who have to interpret the law, right? Um like it doesn't like the Supreme Court doesn't have to interpret it. They n- just have to do whatever the president wants them to do, right? Well, they do that and then uh-huh. they they always have crepes on Thursdays. Oh. That's what the Supreme Crepe Court, Thursday. Crepe Thursday. That's yeah. uh Yeah. That's that's the big day there. Because Ruth know, Bader Ginsburg goes nuts on some brown Thursday. sugar crepes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> five of them at a time. That's <laughs> what killed Antonin Scalia. Yeah, actually, someone if if you see Ruth Bader Ginsburg going for a brown sugar crepe, slap it out of her hands. Yeah, she's got to stay healthy. We need her for like four more four years. more years at least. So swap it out for <laughs> a green juice. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah, Ruth. We should just we should do that. We should start a groundswell movement to just send health products Ruth's way. All the vitamins you can compile, uh-huh. like get a pile of B twelve. Yeah, get a bunch of kale. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that she's got her juice every morning. What I mean, everything that you need to be healthy. Someone needs yeah. to just be thrusting it at right. Ruth Bader Ginsburg yep. constantly. <laughs> it gets to be eight o'clock at night. Sorry, Ruth. You got to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, but I don't want to go to sleep. She can have one glass of red wine. Yep. Because it's good for her heart. That's right. That's right. She has to survive. <laughs> um, if you don't understand what we're talking about right now. Um, well, first of all, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a badass. And uh, she's 1,000 years old. She's 1,000 years old. Uh, there's even a book about her called The Notorious RBG. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the, the, the deal is... President Obama was supposed to get to put someone on the Supreme Court. 
um, to nominate someone for the and, Supreme Court. And he did. And he did. However, the Republicans chose to block that nomination for a year so that now there's been a the hole in the Supreme Court for a year and Trump got to put his nominee in this um, Gorsh guy, right? Yeah. Am I yeah. saying that right? Uh, uh, who cares? Um, it's not too much damage to put him in, as I understand it, because he's replacing someone who is a pretty staunch conservative. He He's essentially right on par with Scalia. Scalia, who they're died. Both, yeah. They're both um, traditionalists. Yes. As far as the Constitution. The literal is. interpreters of the yeah. Constitution, Which, yeah. You know what? That's fine. Sure. I'm not going to tell anyone they have to not interpret the Constitution literally. Uh-huh. Um, however. <laughs> right. It, interpreting it literally and interpreting it along party lines are two very, very different, different things. So. And, and if you don't know, um, Supreme Court is a lifetime appointment. Yeah. If you can retire. And if you don't know, lifetime means until you kick it. That's right. That's right. Until you become worm food or you say, <laughs> I don't want to do, do this, this anymore. anymore. <laughs> I can't eat another crepe. Right. Which is what happened to Scalia. I'm, I'm creped out, man. <laughs> I, I feel like crepe. <laughs> I, I've just, I've creped myself out. <laughs> So, it, it is imperative that she survive mm-hmm. and everyone else that's there currently survive, unless unless a conservative judge wants to step down. Yeah. So that Trump doesn't get another nominee for the Supreme Court during his reign of terror. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least, she needs to at least wait two more years. Right. And then maybe... There will be enough Democrats in, in Congress, in Congress yeah. to block another lunatic. Yes. Yes. Part of the reason things are so bad right now is because you have a Republican-dominated Congress yeah. who can just push things through. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. who can change rules. The Democrats have been sitting out of a lot of these meetings on some of his cabinet appointments out of protest. Yeah. But they just change the rules yeah. as Congresses want to do. Yeah. Um, and then they just move forward well, anyway. And today they were talking on everything about enacting the nuclear option. Uh huh. Which, um, but, uh, sit sit down so I can explain this to you. Okay. <laughs> if you're if you're standing while you listen, have a seat. Stop doing the dishes. Um. So the way normally a uh, Supreme Court justice is approved by Congress right. requires 60 votes. 60 votes. In the Senate. Yes. There aren't 60 Republicans in the Senate. Correct. So, <laughs> there is an option where they can just go, or you know what else we could do? Not the 60. How about just a simple majority? Right. Right. They could do that, and they could also remove the ability to filibuster. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, <laughs> which would also be bad. <laughs> so, that's probably going to happen. Probably um, is going to happen, yeah. On the bright side, of all the nuclear-related things that could happen during the presidency, that's, like, not even close to oh, the worst. yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> Everybody, go ahead and pour that whiskey on your cereal. I know you've been thinking about it. You you can go back to your dishes. You can, that's right. That's right. Uh, um, enjoy yourselves. Uh, so can we can we talk about something that I find incredibly bizarre? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um. So you you know how in the workplace you're supposed to dress appropriately and every workplace has their dress code sure like for instance where i work i'm not supposed to wear open-toed shoes all the time i don't understand why i have beautiful toes you and i both (laughs) like our feet (laughs) if we've learned anything here tonight nathan and i both appreciate our own feet um so much like every other place you work, the White House has a dress code for their staffers. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to say that Trump directly wrote the dress code, but here, here are a few things you have to do. Hit me. As a man, um, you need to be sharply dressed. Now, I know what you're thinking. Uh-huh. Yes, he is breaking his own dress code, but <laughs> um, he does fall into one part of it. You are supposed to wear uh, a tie at all times. Okay. Particularly a Trump tie. Oh, no. If, <laughs> oh, if you you're not kidding? wearing a Trump tie, Brooks Brothers works. Or Armani. <laughs> oh, no. Serious? A Trump brand tie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, women, <laughs> uh, if they wear jeans yeah. for any reason, need to look neat and orderly. Oh, my God. And when they come to work, they need to, quote, dress like women. It says that? That this, according to this article, yeah, it says this. This is from the International Business Times. Okay, it's on several different sources. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> it's that grand old patriarchy, buddy. Now, my question to you: Yeah, they are allowed jeans, apparently. Uh-huh. The women in in the White House, in the White House, occasionally, at <laughs> least. What defines dressing like women then? <laughs> That's. <laughs> Because oh I would have initially thought, like, 1950s housewife dress. Sure. And they have to have their hair did and everything. All that stuff. You know, yeah. gotta get your hair did. Right. What What is dressing like women in this scenario? Are you asking me? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know either. I assume, like, heels or something? You know? Yeah. I mean, makeup, <laughs> heels... Like you it, said, hair did long hair, not no pixie cuts. Is there is there a chance that that's ridiculous? He looked at the previous dress code and went, "Well, I can't ogle any of this." Oh, there's a big <laughs> chance. There's a big chance that that happened. Come on, man. I come on. I'm surprised there's nothing about um, your tie has to be far too long. <laughs> right. Your coat ill fitting. Yeah. You you have to look. Like a hobo who stumbled upon a suit yeah. uh, to come into the White House. <laughs> the other thing they did, so crazy, they took all the doors off of the ladies' rooms mm-hmm. this week so that he can watch people pee. Yeah. Well, I mean, he likes that. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard. I have heard. He's a big fan. He's a big fan of people peeing. Well, it's just, he likes he likes uh, science, particularly like biology and anatomy and all that. Yeah. And so he's very interested in the sort of health sciences that tie into that i heard Donald that's Trump. why he hired russian hookers there, that's right yeah. he's like i'm very curious to see how this works <laughs> what if we get three to do it <laughs> how about five I, about well five. you have to have a sample size yeah that's right you don't want one that's <laughs> you it, it could be an anomaly <laughs> you're my control study go pee on the rug <laughs> you know it's you know it's uh sterile when it comes out <laughs> Huh, that is interesting. You try it now. <laughs> That's Donald Trump's one scientific fact that he knows. Allegedly. All of Alleged- this. Oh, allegedly. 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 <laughs> yeah, allegedly. <laughs> um, that's news. fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's our president. That's our president. You know, it reminds me of something. Uh, if, if you're listening to On the Media, that's a really good radio show podcast that that NPR does, but it's, it's, it's a little more aggressive than their sort of normal soberness. I have, um, never once downloaded an NPR podcast. Okay. I take that back. I've downloaded radio lab. Okay. Radio lab is great. Never any other NPR okay. podcast. Well on the media, they, they summed everything up so well, you know, the, the other, another thing that was talked about early this week was moving the press corps out of the white house, right? Mm-hmm. They've been there since, I don't know, a long time Eisenhower or something, right? And, and and moving them somewhere else. The interesting thing to me about that is, well, first of all, it's very symbolic, right? Because he's got this war with the media who... They're Howard's, the opposition party. Who Howard Stern says he's, he loves secretly or, or whatever. It's like, um, it's like a frenemy type yeah, of thing. Yeah. They're kind of frenemies. Like, they'll have brunch together, but <laughs> yeah. they're going to throw drinks in yeah. each other's faces. Right, right. 
But the thing is, like, and so the press secretary, in this case, Sean Spicer, is supposed to oh, Sean, disseminate information to the press corps mm-hmm. uh, in these rooms in the White House. Now, obviously, we've got a contentious relationship there between Mr. Spicer and the press corps already. Um, what what they what someone proposed on on the media was that you know if we're not going to get satisfactory information we can rely on albeit whitewashed out mm-hmm. of the, out of the white house which is probably what we got under obama and every everyone else president. except for nixon who lied um right <laughs> um if we're not getting reliable information there reporters are going to seek excuse the phrase here alternate sources wait alt sources not alt sources alt sources but like alternative sources alt sources yeah they're gonna talk to people (laughs) who are pissed off Mm -hmm. who work in the white house or around the white house and they're not gonna get the favorable view that they would get from a responsible press secretary couldn't the new york times yeah not to veer off too far here yeah uh the next time they get called fake news yeah just insist that they're not fake news they're alt news <laughs> they could they could we're not no we're, we're all news we're alt news don't worry about it speaking of the new york times i'm not going to read this whole thing no read all of it i don't want to but um paul krugman is a columnist at the new york times yeah and paul 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 he he had an article this week in the op-ed called building a wall of ignorance this is from january 30th i just want to read you the first sentence here okay maybe the first paragraph we're just over a week into the trump putin regime and it's already getting hard to keep track of the disasters remember the president's temperament temper tantrum over his embarrassingly small inauguration crowd it already (laughs) seems like ancient history um that's a really great article if you get the chance to read it you i definitely recommend it um yeah paul krugman was on point this week with that shit um yeah another thing i wanted to bring up before we um there's so much to there's so much man um i don't know if you saw this jen turned me on to this the wall street journal is doing a thing now called red feed blue or blue feed red feed okay whereby it's a tool it's a website if you google blue feed red feed i'm sure you'll find it where you can see liberal Facebook and conservative Facebook side by side on particular issues. Interesting. So you can click on EPA and you'll see Facebook from Facebook posts talking about the EPA from a liberal perspective. Side by side. Mm-hmm. It's really, really interesting to see. I contend that this all right bullshit is not really worth engaging with. It's not balance to listen to those people. Well, no, because they don't even, well, we're not even talking about reason and facts anymore. Right. It's the same as listening to the ultra PC left. Yeah. Which, well, no, (laughs) it it is. Maybe it's a little worse. I think, well, (laughs) it's worse in different ways. Okay. Because the ultra PC left is way over the top on everything, yeah. and everything is offensive, and you can't do anything. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and then on the alt alt right, or as I like to call it, terrible white uh, supremacist side. Right. Nothing is offensive, and you can do whatever you want. That that uh, Milo, if you're a white guy, right? Yeah. That Milo, what's his what's oh, his face yeah, guy? Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, was. Yannanopoulos or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, got basically caused a riot. Yeah. Yesterday because uh-huh. he was just going to speak. Yeah. And everyone knew what he said is going to be obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. By the way, this guy um, is intentionally doing a tour of colleges uh, around the country, right? Yeah. So if you're listening to this and he comes to your college, go give him a hug. Go give him a hug. Understand that what he's doing is all very tactical. So you can counter protest the guy, but don't do anything stupid yeah. because the, cons- the the, the alt right people want to show that you're all crazy. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to dismiss you. Yeah, show them that they that they can't dismiss you. You, you can should, have a peaceful protest. You know what I think would be a good protest, like a meat protest. If um, they just like when he showed up, walked around in tricorder hats and. <laughs> like revolutionary war yeah. guard with uh-huh. muskets oh yeah 
I don't know if anyone's ever done anything like that. Um, but just do that and and start screaming not my president over and over. Yeah. I, I think it's a unique <laughs> idea. No one's ever thought of it. Before. I mean this guy is is totally despicable. I think we all agree on that, but you know, but if he does come to your college, let him say his crazy bullshit. And you can counter protest, but just don't make the rest of us all look bad. You, you, you know, know what's what I mean? an interesting? Don't give them ammo. An interesting point he made. What's that? I'm not saying it's a good point. Okay, by the way. interesting. Let though. me. Yeah, uh, it's a point I've never heard. Okay, so Milo Ianopoulos. There you go. Uh, is a homosexual? Yes. Male British. Um, he contends two things. Number one. Gay rights are no, are nonsense. Okay, and <laughs> it's a choice. He contends that. Yeah, That's he says. I saw a quote today. I am gay. I made the choice to be gay. I, you know, that seems like some. <laughs> either he's, I don't know, Nathan. And it's I mean, not. It's not even a thing where he's like it's wrong. Right. He's just saying is, that it is a choice. Because the other people who have said, I've made the choice, uh, go, and I don't want to make that choice anymore. Conversion therapy. Mike Pence, save me. Right. <laughs> Put the penis um, in your mouth. Put the penis. <laughs> no! Um, but he, he is like, no, I, I, I'm gay. I chose to do that. Gay rights. Nonsense. That's, um, that's There's, bizarre. Right? It, it leads me well, and that's and that's the kind of thing this guy does. Like he's that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, he's trying to undermine things. Yeah. Um, I would say number one, maybe he he isn't gay, um, or number two, he and he's masquerading this way to mm-hmm. just prove a point, prove his point. Um, two, he is, and he's done some kind of mental Loki trickery on himself to have that point of view or it's just or he is and it's advantageous for him to have that point of view i I think most gay people would say that it's not a choice man i think most gay people would say you don't say this is who i am (laughs) yeah yeah the he uh he said more people should be in the closet that's what (laughs) milo says he's not worth our time no he's really well he's not worth anyone's time he's really not worth our time this is probably the only time i'm ever going to mention him yeah and it's only because Hey, hey! Don't riot, people. That's what I'm saying. Don't, don't riot. Do it for any reason. Yeah, don't riot. Violence is not the answer. At no point in time is that helpful. Right. No one's going to look at the riot and go, "Wow, that's a well thought out point of view." <laughs> they destroyed that park bench very nicely. I'm gonna think like them now. <laughs> I will say the only the only case. I will advocate violence is um, Melania. Just just shake him. Shake him, shake him, shake him. Um, to divert you all from that horribleness, I have, a, I have just a headline I want to read, and, I'm, and you can look this up if you want to read it. I stumbled across this today. <clears throat> Former Mint employee who smuggled gold in his rectum sentenced to prison. Yeah. There you go. It's been a rough week for There's me. an article for you. <laughs> So I got this golden butt plug. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, when, when the the uh, authorities were doing a cavity search, do you think he faked dumb about it? <laughs> like when when they got it, he just went what? <laughs> no, I think that he... explains so much. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh, I feel so relieved. <laughs> my headache's gone immediately. <laughs> wow. No, I think he broke into song. I think go, I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden chance to make my way. Hit right. me. You got right, something. So, you got something. Well, uh, are we are we ready for some rapid fire? Some some rapid fire quickness. Let's change our. Um, we need some zippy music behind what I'm about to do. Yeah, that'll be that'll be zippy music. Are you gonna make zippy music? I'll make zippy music. When did it? When is it starting? It's already. It's going right now. The zippy music started yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Trump lightheartedly uh, made a comment to Mexico that if they can't <laughs> deal with the cartels and illegal immigration, uh, they'll they'll send authorities across the border to deal with it. Lighthearted joke. Yeah. 
Name one worse lighthearted joke than that. <laughs> Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> All right, works for me. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Orange, you glad I didn't say nuclear option? So at the National Prayer Breakfast this week, yes, uh, Donald Trump prayed first. First thing he prayed for. Uh, was for Arnold Schwarzenegger to have better ratings with the Celebrity Apprentice. Wait, really? Yeah. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger responded by saying, you take over TV because you're such an expert in ratings, and I'll take over your job, then people can finally sleep com- comfortably again. Um, <laughs> question for you. Uh, obviously, Arnold would be as good a president, at least, as Donald Trump. Oh, Absolutely. What 80s action star would be the best president? There's a correct answer here. Oh, fuck. Um, not Steven Seagal. Not, um, not Sylvester Stallone. No. Maybe Jean-Claude Van Damme? Okay. Yeah. There wasn't a correct okay, answer. Okay, I didn't think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Jean-Claude Van Damme at least seems centered. That's true. You know? That's true. Yeah. Steven Seagal... Uh-uh. He would seem like he's calm and peaceful, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's nuking exactly. Antarctica for no fucking yeah. reason. Yeah. Like we gotta get rid of the ice caps; they're melting. That's not how that works. I need, I need ice for my tea. Um. So today on Twitter, Donald okay. Trump praised Samsung's decision to maybe possibly build a factory in the United States for home appliances. Oh, great. In one sentence, explain to me how courting a Korean-based company that's known for their exploding phones and exploding washing machines makes America great. And you can't use uh, the fact that they will be employing five people to operate their exploding phone-building robots. (laughs) We're going to make America great again, and we're going to do it with iPhones. Speaking of iPhones... (laughs) Thank you for that segue. You're welcome. Uh, Apple's considering a lawsuit against Donald Trump regarding the immigration policy. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. What's the first insult he pulls out against Apple? Hmm. Obviously, the good one would be to insult the uh, AirPods. Yes. I don't know if you've seen those. That's the dumbest thing that's ever the ear, been created. The earbuds without yeah. a cord? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think he'd go for the obvious No, one. no, no. I think, he, I think he would get mad about, like, Steve Jobs not being able to have the moral fiber to beat cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, how can you trust a company who, who's, whose uh, leader died? How can you trust him? Apple products are as weak as Steve Jobs. That's right. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> That's why I use a Nokia. Um, He's got a giant. (laughs) He's got his 80s phone still. He's got his fucking like strap. You you know know, why? Bag. He had custom built with a special Coke uh, pouch in it. It's true. He can can crack open his Nokia and do a line. Yeah, real quick. Uh, Coldplay. Okay. Has announced a partnership with the Migrant Offshore Aid Station. Okay, that's good. A group that helps refugees and migrants fleeing war. I love it. What percentage of fleeing uh, migrants and refugees will consider returning home to the war (laughs) if they have to choose between war and cold play? (laughs) I'm going to go like 45. That seems right. Yeah. Uh, And the last one. I only like Russia blood to the head. <laughs> since it, since it ra- is. That was a racist voice. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> since it is Super Bowl week. Fuck yeah, that's right. Um, Super Bowl. According to Deadspin, a sports site. Okay. Donald Trump once told a New York Times magazine reporter uh-huh. that at a game in 2014... Okay. New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. You can see him Sunday coaching in the Super Bowl. Uh, kissed him and said, I love you. You're the greatest. <laughs> now, assuming this is a true story, which is doubtful because Deadspin did research and there's no proof he was on the sideline during any game uh, after 2012. Okay. <laughs> um, what would be belichick's reason to love donald trump that much 
I have a theory here, but I want to hear. You have a theory? theory? Yeah. You have a theory? Yeah. They made Tom Brady together. They in a lab. <laughs> in a lab, they, they created. Tom they Brady. created Tom Brady. There's a little bit of Donald Trump and Tom Brady. Just a drop. It's amazing that a man who doesn't believe in any science created one of the best quarterbacks I mean, of all time. Really, he didn't really do it. He was right. just sort of standing to the side, <laughs> you know, while Putin you, and company created Tom Brady. Are you telling me yeah. uh, Belichick and Putin created Tom Brady and Donald yeah. Trump was sitting in the corner playing with blocks? But he was playing. Um, you remember that? You remember that game, Bop It? Yeah, yeah. He was playing Bop It. Uh, my theory is. Uh, Bill Belichick actually suffers from debilitating uh, face blindness oh. <laughs> and is very nearsighted. Yeah. So he thought he saw Gail Simmons, famed uh, food journalist on oh, the sideline, uh-huh, uh-huh. and went to go tell her how much he loves her because she's a delight. Accidentally kissed Donald Trump. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there, man. Not that I'm saying Gail Simmons is built like Donald Trump. No, I want don't that on say the record. That. Don't say that. Um, you know, Belichick's very nearsighted. <laughs> he just saw a, a you know colored patch and went, "Well, that's probably famed food journalist Gail Simmons." <laughs> so it's is it it's Patriots then? Yeah. Versus Falcons? Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Wow. New England. And Atlanta. That's, that, I mean, New England is going to win. Oh, well. Probably, right? I mean, you would think so. You would think so. But I'm not going to make any guarantees. They tend to. Atlanta's a wild card. You don't know. It's true. They wild. They're, they're crazy. Dirty bird. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it used to be when I was watching football. They're still, they're still very dirty. They're still dirty birds. I mean, they're dirty-ish birds. They're unclean birds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're not kosher. They're Gentile birds. <laughs> yeah. They're not kosher birds. Boy, have we ever needed a Super Bowl more as a country than we do right now? Um, it's coming at a great time. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's coming at a good time. I still think there is a, a 50% chance that uh, Donald Trump tries to deport half the athletes. <laughs> oh, God. We looked all you up on genealogy.com. You're not allowed to be here. <laughs> Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. <laughs> genealogy.com.